Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Sunday sermons from Southside Christian Fellowship. We would love to hear how God has blessed your life. Reach out to us through social media or email us at scfellowshipchurch at gmail.com. It's true that I just returned back from the Dominican Republic. Um, and I, I, I want to tell you that if you want to hear what's happening, what happened during this trip, look, just give me a call. You know, I'll share with you. I'll share the testimonies with you. I'll share about the people that I've met, the people that God has changed their lives. I'll tell you about the 11 people that I led to the Lord. I'll tell you about the man who got healed. His leg was swollen, but God touched him and he's healed. I'll tell you about those that we fed and the pastors and the leaders that we ministered to. I'll tell you about all those things. But today I want to share the word of the Lord with you. Is that okay? Is that okay? So I just want to pray. I want to take this moment to pray. Would you join me, Father? of glory and the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for this opportunity to share the word, to share your word. I thank you that your word is true. So today I ask you to hide me behind the cross. I pray for the Holy Spirit to use me. I pray for every heart here oh, to be open, to receive. I pray for t- transformation right now. I pray for healing. I pray for freedom, breakthrough and miracles in our spirit. I pray that you will change us in our inner man. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to begin with this story. A couple years ago, my uh, son and I, Gabriel, you know, I have two sons. I won't forget to mention the name of the other, Elijah. And, And I have a daughter too, praise God. And so, um, you know, Gabriel was two year, um, 15 years old, and uh, we were just riding around, uh, coming back from Walmart, and at the corner, um, just before we turned around the gas station, that was this Walmart right there, and we saw a panhandler, and she was standing with a sign saying, I work for food. I have problem, help me however way you can. That's what the sign read. And then so... The moment that we got closer to her and Gabriel started reading the sign and his heart was filled with, grat- you know, with uh, compassion and he says, Dad, just stop right there. And he pulled out his wallet and he pulled $1 out and we rolled down the window and we gave the dollar to the lady. He was reaching out giving the lady the dollar. And we were surprised. She didn't want to take it. And I said, ma'am, it, it's for you. It's a dollar for you to help you. And she says, I don't want it. I said, why not? I mean, you're standing here with a sign. Don't you want help? She says, well, this is America. You could do better. I said, I was speechless. Gabriel was speechless. Gabriel looked at the lady and said, I'm 15, I don't have a job. I'm giving you a dollar. So this morning I want to talk to you about this subject. Count your blessing and give thanks to the Lord. 
Are you thankful? Are you thankful to God's goodness towards you? Do you have a spirit of gratitude or are you grumpy? Thanksgiving is not a once a year event. But Thanksgiving is an attitude of the heart. You know, the Lord called each and every one of us to be thankful and to praise his name. As Christians, you know, we are commended. When we read Psalm 100, verse 4 and 5, it says, enter his courts with thanksgiving and his praise. I mean, in, in, his, in his court, uh, enter his court with thanksgiving and his gates with praise. You know, no matter how much money we own, no matter the, our stat, uh, uh, our status, status in, in this world, um, without thanksgiving, it will be impossible for us to enter into God's presence. Amen? It will be difficult for us to enter into his gate because he says, this is the way that I want you to enter. God does not like ungrateful people. And so listen to the word of King David. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 5. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul, in all that is within me. Bless his name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, in all that is within me. I mean, we can spend days trying to describe what is the all that King David's talking about. All that is within me. I mean, we're talking about our mouths, you know, our hands, our feet, our organs. Everything in us have been commended to praise the Lord. To praise, praise the Lord, oh my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Do you know that when you are in relationship with the Lord, there are benefits that comes automatically. And those benefits, you have them because God is good. And it says, it says, Oh, don't forget not all of his benefits. So what are those benefits? David lists five of these benefits. I mean, there are many, many more, but there are five major benefits that God gave us freely. We didn't pay for them, but he gave them to us. He says, it is he who forgave all of our iniquities. I mean, all of our iniquities. Think about it. The moment that you were born, you came here to earth as a baby, and you came with a sinful nature. You begin to sin at that very moment. And there's a lot of sin there, a lot of iniquities. But God sent Jesus Christ to die for us so that all of our iniquities can be forgiven. He forgave all of our sins. The Bible says, for as the east is from the west, that's how far he has, he has for, uh, uh, forgiven us, that he has buried our sin. Our sins are buried in the seas of forgetfulness, and the Bible says they are never to be remembered against us anymore. Amen. Amen. He healed all of our diseases. 
You know, I tell you what, if there is nobody to praise the Lord, if anybody, if, if everybody stopped praising God, I will still have to praise God because of what God has done for me. Three and a half years ago, I stood in a, in a hospital room watching my daughter dying. She was completely crippled. She weighed 79 pounds. Her hand wasn't working. Her feet wasn't working. The doctor says you have 30 days. Go home and be with your family for 30 days. Or you could go to hospice. We'll keep you comfortable. And then, and then you, you just die, basically. But I praise the Lord because that morning I was talking to the Lord. As I was in prayer, speaking to the Lord, the Lord says to me, Fear not, for your daughter will not die, but she will live. So when I walked in inside that womb, all the doctors, all the head of hospitals were there. And after they gave her her verdict, and then they asked, do you guys have any questions? I said, I don't have a question, but I have a message. I said, this morning I was talking to the Lord, and the Lord told me that she's not going to die, but she's going to live. Now, I don't have to tell you what, how silent the womb all of a sudden become. <laughs> because they, these, are, these are doctors who have PhDs, who studied. Who am I? to come and say to them that she will not die, but when they already said she's going to die. But it wasn't me who said she wasn't going to die. It was God who said she's not. So do I have a reason to praise God? I bet I do. It's been three and a half years. And some of those doctors, when they see her today, they don't know what to say. Three and a half years. David says, it is he who healed all of your diseases. This morning, I want to tell you, if you are going through a situation, if you are sick in your body, if you have never experienced the healing power, the healing virtues of the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to know, right now you can, you can begin to praise the Lord because God is faithful he is a healer. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Give him thanks and praise, he says, because praises belong to him, isn't he? David continues. He says, it is he who redeem your life from the pit. I remember the first time I went to the Dominican Republic. I wasn't there on, on, on mission trip or anything like that. I was doing a project down in Haiti, an electricity project. So I was looking, trying to compare um, the best possible way to save money. So we were looking into alternative energy. So I went up to Dominican Republic to meet with a German company there. And um, so when I got there, um, we talked. And the guy tried to educate me as best as he could. 
So we end up not really doing the deal. But on my way back to the airport, um, you know, because I was just there, tempo, you know, just a day or two just to do that, what, you know, to take care of that business. And then I saw the ocean, and it was so beautiful. And I told the cab driver, stop right here. Let me just go ahead and run over there and, and, and look at the ocean for a moment. And then as I was running, I came within five feet of this massive hole right there on the ground that goes all the way down to the ocean. And I, if I take five more steps, I would probably fall down and die. So the Lord was watching over me. And I remember those things. I said, God, it is you who protect my life today. Because if the Lord was not with me, I would have been dead. I would not be standing here talking with you. And I forgot about that. You know, as I was writing this sermon, I remember it. And I said, Lord, it is you who redeemed my life from the pit. Not only that he redeemed my life back then, but he redeemed my life from hell. I was on my way to hell. Every one of you were on your way to hell. But Jesus redeemed you from the pit of hell. So how much should we praise him this morning? How much should we thank him this morning? You see, Thanksgiving, it's not about having turkeys. Although that is wonderful to commemorate what the pilgrim have done. But for us Christians, it's much more than that. It's about a beautiful man named Jesus. It's about a father who loves us. It's about the Holy Spirit who came down from heaven to dwell among us and to equip us, empower us, and to make us better. It is about us sharing what we have with others. Thanksgiving is about that too. It's about being a testimonies to others. Because when you share what God gave you with others, you know what? They see what you do and they glorify your Father who is in heaven. So, David continues. He says, it is he who satisfies you with good things so that your youth is renewed like an eagle. How does that work? I mean, I was looking at a picture of my, you know, one of my pictures back, you know, I don't know how many years ago was that. You know, I had all black hair, dark hair and all that. I look very young and all, you know, but now I'm getting older. So how is my life is being renewed like an eagle? Beloved, let me tell you this. Your life is being renewed like an eagle because, let me tell you this, you know, this life that we live this is not it. You know, this is not even the beginning of your life. You know, we have a life that is awaiting us in God, and it is so full and so great and so magnificent that God has given us eternal life to, to enjoy it. We're going to have all eternity. All eternity, we're going to enjoy this life with God. So, yes, our life is being renewed. Every single day. Our mind, our, our, you know, we've been renewed every single day. That, and we praise God for that. And who better to say that? You know, sometimes we are ungrateful. 
Sometimes we don't realize how much we have been blessed. You know, we live in a culture where we, we think that everything should, should be there for us. You know, but we, we, we don't take a moment to be thankful and grateful for the things that God has given us. We complain. We complain, you know, we go outside. Our cars don't, 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 don't want to start with complaints. All you need is a bad week. Or maybe you're out of gas. It's not a big deal. It's not the end of the world. For real. If your feet thread in the places where I have been, I'm going to tell you one thing. You will have another attitude. You will have a different attitude. You will be grateful and thankful. I was doing work for a lady. You know, this lady, let me tell you this. She, she touched my soul. In 2019, I met her. This is a lady that, she is blind. And she lives in this little hut. Little rusted metal structure. It's just a few pieces of wood with metal sheets. And she's got nothing. Doesn't, it's not, it doesn't even have a window in it. But you know, what struck me is this, the attitude of this lady. She has the attitude of gratitude. She knows who she is in Christ. She knows that she is going, she is just a, 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 a stranger here on this land. The land may be rough to her, but she knows there's a mansion waiting her in heaven. You know, she was full of joys. She was full of, of faith. You know, I'm like, how, how does she do that? She lives in this, I mean, this lady ought to be bitter. She ought to be upset. She ought to be crying. She ought to be taking anti-depression pills. But she's not. She's happy. She's happy. She's telling me about Jesus. I'm afraid to tell her about Jesus because, you know, I think she might be upset. But she's the one preaching me. She's preaching me about, she's telling me about Jesus. Jesus is so good to me. Jesus is wonderful. Jesus, I'm waiting, I can't wait to see this man who's been so good to me, who saved my life. I'm like, come on, lady. She touched my soul. So when I went back this time and, and, and I had no idea I was going to be doing any work like that, what we just done over there. But the Lord did tell me to take money with me. You see, Peter talked in Peter um, 3, I believe, Peter, Peter chapter 3, 1 Peter 3.15, I believe it says, it says, be ready always to give an answer to any man that asks you for the faith that you have. The faith that we have is not simply telling somebody that I have faith, but it's the action that accompany the faith that you have. Sometimes, that's what people are looking for. Yeah, I want to tell you about Jesus, but guess what? I, I'm still hungry. I'm still destitute. What are you going to do about it? So the Lord really give me the opportunity to tell me, look, you know, you take some money with you. But you know what I had experienced there, I have never experienced anywhere 
not even in Haiti. You know, when we try to tear down this lady's place, oh my Lord, there were watches that I have never seen. And it's not just in her place. It's all, it's in the whole community. Thousands upon thousands, I started crying. I had watches all over me. You know, I thank God that I didn't have a phobia. Even 40, 40 minutes after, I still had watches crawling on me. I didn't even know that I had watches on my clothes. No human being should have to live like that. But what struck me is the fact that she was so filled with gratitude in the midst of all this. And I asked myself this question, what is my problem? What is my problem? And then I made a decision at that moment. I said, you know what, God? I'm going to make you a promise. And I, and I ask you to help me. I will never complain anymore. I have no right to complain. And I hate being around people that complain. Don't complain around, about me, around me because that irritates me. Because we, especially us, we have no reason to complain. We got everything. Number one, we got Jesus. We got the Holy Spirit. You got a home. You got good health. I don't know what else you need. God's been good to you. Give him praise and worship him and honor him. Don't start, stop complicating the situation. There was an 84-year-old woman who went to, who went to, to the hospital because she was suffering with, with um, breathing issues. And when she got to the hospital, so they immediately put her on oxygen and trying to take care of her. And after a few weeks, she got better. So when she got better, it was time that the doctors decided they're going to send her home. And so before she had to leave the hospital, of course, they had to take care of the bill. So they hand her, they hand her the, the bill. And then she was looking at the bill. And she broke out, you know, crying. She was crying. And the doctors, the nurses, they saw her crying and they started feeling really bad for her. They says, no, 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 don't, don't worry, stop crying. You're going to fight. I'm sure there's going to be a way for this bill to be taken care of. She said, but that's not why I'm crying. They said, oh, no. This is I'm crying because I'm 84 years old and I've been breathing this air for free out there. And how many times have I stopped to say thank you to God for the free air that you've given me? And I just spent three weeks in this hospital and I got a bill for $60,000. Beloved, this is true. This is what Thanksgiving is all about. It's not about the turkey you're going to have and your, you know, the wine you're going to have with your friends and the collard green you're going to be eating. It's about Jesus. I believe that the Lord really wants to awaken us this morning. He wants to remind us that we are, this is not the whole world. This is not the whole, the whole world. There is another there are other geographical locations on this earth. There are people that are suffering. 
There are people who doesn't have two pairs of shoes. There are people who doesn't have nice clothes and, 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 and this and that. And often I talk to people that say, well, you know, these people are poor. They, they've been poor all their life. It's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to be poor. If you don't believe me, try it. Try it. Give everything you have. And go live in a poor house. So don't be telling me it's okay. They don't have. So that's why I don't get excited when we give something out and we, 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 we put it on Facebook and says we just gave a bunch of stuff. God doesn't take pleasure of that. We don't give. We don't have nothing. Everything we have belongs to God. We don't give nothing. We, you give out of your excess. So the Lord doesn't take pleasure in that. God is looking for radical generosity because he's a radical God. He's radical in his generosity towards us. If we want to see revival, we're going to have to have a paradigm shift. We're going to start seeing, you know, we're going to, we're going to have to agree with Jesus, walk with him. And I love it, the fact that when I went, when I was there down there in the Dominican Republic, I, I started walking the street, and I see I wasn't there on vacation to say, well, I come back from, from a resort somewhere. I was in the, in the ghetto, ghettos with, 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 with the poor, and I see it. I see them, you know, I see people. You know, going to the trash, trying to find some food. But there are places in the Dominican Republic where you will never know that there are millions of people in this place that are begging and and dying and crying out for just a, a little food. The Lord is calling us to to be a thankful people. I, I'm not saying to us that we are not thankful. Please don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that we need to be a little bit more aware of what God has done for us. And praise him. Wake up in the morning. You know, David says in Psalm 3, he says, I lay down and I awake. Because you did it. You woke me up. You know, when you go to bed at night, it's like you, you're dead. I don't know. I mean, I, I just came back from Jacksonville, and I had a couple of boys. I'm not going to mention their names. Some of them may be in this, in this auditorium. They were tired. They fall asleep. And I'll tell you what, when they fall asleep, it's a funny thing. You know, your mouth is open, your tongue is hanging, and you—you know—you almost—you almost could carry them off, and they wouldn't even know that. And so, that's a reason to praise God, to thank God. I have my bo- both of my hands, I have my feet, I have everything. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to us? I mean, I know this might be a little bit too simple. You know, but that's true, folks. You know, God is calling us to be people who are thankful. Just be thankful and praise his name for everything. 
You know, I know we teach, we taught our kids, you know, to say thank you. When they, when they, you know, when they little, and then we expect them to continue to say thank you as they get older, right? But then again, you know, and sometimes we, for, we even forget to say thank you when we have something to eat. As if, okay, well, this is, you know, this is my food, let's just eat. Let's just say thank you to God. Because he's good. God does not lack ingratitude. You know, ingratitude is a sin with a severe repercussion. Romans chapter 1, beginning with verse 18, gives us a detailed description of the downfall of a person or society. What happens when they choose to be ungrateful to God? For the wrath of God, it says, verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can we know about God? He says, what can we know uh, about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For in his invisible attribute, namely his eternal power and divine nature have clearly perceived and ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God and give him thanks. We know to give God thanks. We know it. We know where our help comes from. We know it is God who, who, take us, who, who carry us through traffic. You know, you're not that good of a driver. All these crazy people out there, I mean, they're driving like crazy, you know. I mean, look, but God allow you to get through. You left home safely, you go back home safely, you know. We ought to give thanks to God for that. Don't just get in the, in the garage and park your car and go, you know, just go. Look, acknowledge the Lord. This is not condemnation. This is encouragement. For us, I need it too, because sometimes I forget. All of us, we need it. To just give thanks to God. You know, as we become, our lives become more simple, as we become more focused, God-focused, let me tell you this, we're going to start seeing the miracles of God happening in our lives. You know, when a miracle happens, it's not going to be a miracle for us anymore. It's going to be a natural phenomenon, for real. When you walk with God in that closeness, in that place, you know, you're going to see things happen. You know, God is going to show you. Like Jesus, when Jesus walked the earth and he's doing miracles, you know, and people just look at what's going on? How did he do do this? How did he do that? No, he did it because of his closeness, of his heart, the, the attitude of his heart towards his father. And as the father was doing, the father invited him. In the same thing, the Father will invite us into that friendship, into that relationship. And miracles are going to start happening. God's going to start using you. And you're going to see people come to Jesus. And you know what? You won't have to talk about everything. I'm going to tell you this. Somebody's going to have to one day just sit me down and say, Gary, write a book. I'm going to help you. Because if I have to tell you everything that happened in my life, every way God has used me, every miracles, every person that I, you know, that I led to Jesus, I'm going to tell you I probably wouldn't have enough time. The Lord has used me wonderfully, bountifully, 
and I'm thankful, and I don't look at this as if I did it. No, I didn't do it. He allowed me. He wrote my name in, in his story. And I'm happy about that. So, um, you know, God doesn't like ingratitude. There are a few instances where the Bible addresses ingratitude. One occasion happened when the Israelites traveled to the wilderness after being released from slavery in Egypt. In the book of Numbers, chapter 21, verse 4 and 5, the people became impatient on their way and they spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water. Really? God opened up the windows of heaven. He poured manna. They had manna. They had angel food. They were eating very good. Their shoes, their clothes never, never wear out. But they complain. Instead of saying, thank you, Lord, for delivering us from the Egyptian. Thank you for delivering us from the house of bondage. You know, and they begin to complain. They thought they were complaining against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness, but God took it personal. And Moses says, who are we? Who are we that you would complain against us? Are we God? If I were you, I would... I would just begin to praise God right now, just give him thanks. This is God, you know, congregation, you know, lift up your hand and praise the Lord, right? Not everyone are grateful for, 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 for the things that God has done for them. In, you know, in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19, there was a story, Jesus himself, you know, he was, he was on his way to Jerusalem. He was passing through alone, you know, to, going to, passing through Samaria, Samaria, Samaria and Galilee, as he entered the village, he was met by ten lepers. And, you know, and those lepers, they heard Jesus was in the town. So they were watching and they see him coming. You know, they start crying, Jesus, have mercy on us. And Jesus just commanded the sickness to leave their bodies. He says, you are healed. Just go show yourself to the priest. You know? And they did. But while they were living, one of them says, you know what? I can't do this. I got to go back and say thank you to Jesus. He just went back and said, Jesus, I just want to thank you for healing me, for delivering me from this condition. Jesus, I am grateful to you forever. I'm grateful. Jesus says, well, I appreciate it. But where, where are the other nine? Was it not ten of you that I just healed? You see what I'm saying? I mean, this, there is a, there's a lesson here, folks. You know, not 100% of the church are giving thanks to God every day. In the Lord, you know, in his kindness and his mercy and his patience, he's calling us. He's saying, look, that's all I'm asking from you. That's all I'm asking. I don't need your money. I don't need your, 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 your this and that. All I want is for you to acknowledge me, to recognize that I am, I've been good to you. That I am, I'm faithful to you. That without me, you are bankrupt. You know, you need me. Just give him praise. That's, 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 that's all it says. Amen. 
giving praise. I um, I'm so thankful, really thankful, because you know, I mean, if I were to tell you that my story is a miracle, my life in general is a miracle. Um, I grew up without without a father. I grew up without a father. I grew up without a mother. Even though I had a father, I have a father. Even though I have a mother. But, you know, it seems like I was not their priority when I was growing up. But I thank God for my grandmother. For putting, you know, God always looking out for us. Yeah? Even if, if my mother or my father was not, didn't exist, God would have still provided somebody who would have cared for me. Right? I thank God for my grandma who took me in, who cared for me, who blessed me. Yeah? And I, and I thank God for the Holy Spirit for allowing me today. I have, I have a family of my own, and God instilled in me so much the things that I never got from my, my family, my parents, I can put in my children. Yeah? I learned from the Lord, and now I can raise my children. You know what I mean? So in, in a way that I never had. So should I praise the Lord? Should I thank the Lord? You absolutely Right, I need to praise the Lord because he's been so good to me. You know, you know, God is good. Would you say that with me this morning? Say, God is good. He owes me nothing. Say that with me. He owes me nothing. But in, but in his goodness, he has given me everything. I can tell some of you were a little bit scared for saying that. That he owes you nothing. Now, he really owes us nothing, for real. God owes us nothing, but he gives us everything. You know, Psalm 104, as I stated earlier, that David talks about it, he says, he says, he says make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. You know, beloved, I don't know if you noticed that. Everything, every part of, the cre- of creation gives thanks to the Lord. Did you know that? Did you know that? Let me tell you something. Have you ever been to the ocean? I'm sure you do. I'm just quitting. You know, you go to the beach and then you, you look at, you know, you hear the war of the ocean. What do you think the ocean's doing? The ocean is praising God. Have you ever heard the wind blowing, the Worcesters? The birds, you know, all of these, all of creation, praising God, thanking God. They sing in their own language. They are celestial evangelists. They shout in every language, God, you are good, and I praise you, and I worship you. Like the song we, we, we heard, uh, uh, it says, if creation praises God, so will I. So will I. So will I thank God. So will I thank God because God is good to me. So let me tell you this. You know, how do we thank God? How do we thank God? Well, I tell you what. You know, just ask God to remind you of what he has already done for you. And make a list of those things. And begin to thank God. This is a prayer by God, I just thank you for the time that you healed me. 
How many of you have been to COVID? Of course, you, everybody here. You know, you, you're still here. Isn't that a reason to thank God? You know, thank God because there are so many people who have died. You know, thank God. Thank God for that. I'm thanking God for my, you know, for my relationship with my daughter, which God is about to restore. You know? And, and, and you know, I'm talking to my, 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 my son-in-law now. He, he called me. I was in the, in the Dominican Republic. I got a phone call. I realized I, missed, I had a missed call, and it was him. And I'm like, wow, that's something. I, I better drop what I'm doing. Let me call. I called, and he told me, listen, you know, I just want to tell you that we need to work things out. Come on, give God, give God praise for me. Huh? Well, let me tell you this. You know, I, I've been waiting and praying. You know, I've been thanking God, even though I have not yet received it. But I begin to thank God for it. I begin to thank God. God, I know it is your will. It is your will for me and my family to be together, to be one. So I begin to thank God for it. You know what? I went to church with him a couple Sundays ago. I went to a restaurant and we sat down and we talked. Eh? So I, you know, you see why I told you I have more reason to thank God than you? You know, I have reason to thank God, right? And then, you know, very soon, uh, you know, I'm getting ready to cook for my daughter. We're going to be, she's going to be coming to our house. I'm prophesying that. That she's coming to our house and we're going to have, we're going to have dinner together. You know? So the Lord is really, is really, really good to us. You know, as I said, creation sings, you know, and so, sh- so should we. You know, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, 5, 16 to 18, the Apostle Paul wrote, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. It is the will of God for you and for me in Christ Jesus. He says, give thanks to God always. God likes it. You know, he likes when we acknowledge him. A heart of thanksgiving, please God. Gratitude is a transformative and enlightening thing. It connects us with all that is good and and rests upon us a decision we consciously make to acknowledge the goodness and, and focus on the one true God who loves us, who cares for us. James, the Apostle James, in James 1.17, he says that every good gift and perfect gifts come, up, come from the Father above. It comes f- down from the Father above, the Father of light, with whom there is no variation or shadow due, due to change. Beloved, we need to count our blessings. Count your blessings and give thanks to the Lord Jesus Christ because he is good. The Word of God offers us much more than popular wisdom. The Holy Spirit wants, us to, wants to give us a different outlook on life. He says, just thank me, praise me, worship me, and see what I will do for you. Amen? I just want to... I want to share a couple of songs with you. I'm not going to sing them, but I'm going to read them to you. 
And this is how I'm going to close my message this morning. You know, I believe that those songwriters, you know, many of those songs, they absolutely were moved upon, those songwriters, they were moved upon by the Holy Spirit. And, the, you know, what they wrote was the thought and the wisdom of God. Would you believe that? Because if they can minister to you and to me the way they are ministering to us, you know, like the songs we sing, you know, up there, and, and, and these are some old hymns. I want you to listen, you know, listen closely. It says, count your blessing and give thanks to God in the name of Jesus. When you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings. Name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Did you get that? It says, count them one by one. You know, I, you know, I mean, there are some teachers here. That would be homework. Just go home and start counting your blessings. You know, you'll be surprised. You know, um, and then it's, it went on to say, does the course seems heavy? Does the course seems, seems heavy? You are called to bear. Count your many blessings. Every doubt will fly. And you will be singing as the day goes by. When you look at others with their land and gold, think that Christ has promised you his wealth untold. Count your many blessings money cannot buy, your reward in heaven, nor your home on high. So amid the, uh, uh, amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged. God is over all. Count your many blessings. Angels will attend. Help and comfort gives you to your journey end. And there was another song. It says, when the flight of the storm comes dark in your blue sky, instead of lowering your head, count the blessings of God. When on the slippery road you staggered under your course, think of that night, of that mighty hand who has blessed you so that many times. If you lose in the, if you lose in the journey, more than one dear and sweet treasure. Think of the divine heritage. Woke up, there still remain to you. So bless, bless always this Father who every day, who every day spread wealth on you, on his marvelous love. You know, these are some old songs you guys probably don't, Remember them, but count the blessing of God, put them all before your eyes. You will see adoring how great is the number. Has He brought you through? Has He brought you uh, through a, a difficulty? Count the blessings of God and give Him praise. Beloved, let me tell you you and I have been blessed. By God. You know, we have been blessed in ways that we cannot even explain. First, as children of the Most High God, as sons and daughters of the Most High God, as heirs with, in salvation with Christ, seated at the right hand of God the Father in, in the heavenly places, we have been blessed with the gospel to the point that the Lord has called us to be the light of the world. 
we have been given responsibility. And this responsibility is to be is to be carried out in such a way that the whole world will see it. We don't have to stand in a pulpit to just preach a message, but with a heart of thanksgiving, as we go out and minister to people, wherever we go, people will begin to see that there is something different about us and that they will seek to find out the God that you serve and they will serve Him as well. You've been listening to Sunday Sermons from Southside Christian Fellowship Church, a place where you are loved, accepted, and received, a place of healing, a place of prayer, a place of hope. We invite you to join us this Sunday and every Sunday. For service times, location, and other information about the church, please visit our website at southsidechristianfellowship.net. Again, that's southsidechristianfellowship.net. As we wrap up today's message, we would like to once again thank you for listening. We would like to also have Papa Herman to speak a Father's blessing over you. May the Lord bless and keep you, that He would cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you, that the Lord would lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace. And remember that the Lord's favor is with you all the time. Expect it. It is with you. It's manifesting itself to you. It will overtake you no matter where you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.